Welcome to the For What For Who podcast hosted by me, Courtney Croucher. This weekly podcast will cover everything revolving around living intentionally through bouncing relationships, self-love, professional career, health, wellness, and so much more. This podcast is for anyone who wants to exude main character energy, live their life unapologetically on their terms, and go after their wildest dreams. Every episode includes actionable takeaways to upgrade your mindset and life to encourage you to be in the driver's seat of your life. If you're looking to upgrade your life in any way, you're in the right place. Subscribe to hear new episodes from myself and special guests every every Friday on all streaming platforms. Thank you for being here and let's get into the episode. Hello, hello folks. Happy Friday. Thank you for tuning into another episode. Can you believe we're in fucking November? I feel like I talk about the date and the weather every intro of every podcast episode, but like, how can you not? It is seasonal depression. (laughs) Like, I don't know how else to explain it. You know, I'm sorry for my absence. I mean, I wish I could tell you I had a better explanation other than the fact that I had about six meltdowns of Halloween costumes and I'm experiencing seasonal affective disorder as I do every year, but it's hitting different this year because I live alone for the first time and I did not expect it to feel so different, but I'm working through it. I'm taking care of my mental health, but I really just, it was going through it last week and I'm sorry I missed it, but I also don't want to put out shitty content, so that's why we're here, but I'm excited to be here. I feel good to be back on the mic. I'm feeling in a better headspace to be able to actually, you know, speak to the world and put it on the internet, so I, first off, want to just catch up with you all. I feel like I haven't, you know, overshared on the internet in a while, so where am I at right now? I... Went over Halloween last weekend. It was kind of my last hurrah. I knew I was going to take a break from drinking in all of the month of November. And I kind of want to do a lot less drinking and partying in general. Um, I've been talking about that for a while because I knew it wasn't sustainable, but it's been tough to try to break those bad habits. I didn't realize how much I have been relying on like weekend plans as just my weekly routine. And when you're just used to going out every Friday and Saturday night, it's been a little strange to like abandon that habit. And I don't think I realized how deeply ingrained it's been in me since essentially like July. So that's been strange, but I'm working through it and I'm feeling a lot better about it. I, so I went out for Halloween weekend. It was okay. Like I had a fun time, but it wasn't anything crazy. I really didn't overdo it. I didn't have a hangover at all from either night, which I was very proud of because some nights I do get a little crazy and, you know, too much sauce for your girl who's five foot two and has no concept of what is too much alcohol. And that is because I don't just like, you know, get sick or fall asleep like some people do when they get drunk. I just black out. I truly will be still standing. I won't be like messy. I typically don't fall or anything like that. You won't even realize how fucking hammered I am. I'll just not remember anything the next morning. And that's where the toxic trait comes in. So I'm really trying to lessen the juice, you know, really start to focus on myself again and just really lean into what I'm feeling like I'm needing, which is just a lot more downtime. Um, So I have not drank any alcohol since last weekend. I know it's not that far. This is going to be my first weekend not going out in Vancouver. So that's going to be a different story because during the week, I don't typically drink. It's the weekends. Um, And I actually have not been smoking cannabis, which is super different for me. I've been smoking cannabis for years, pretty much every single night. 
And I haven't gotten high at all in the last like week and a bit. So that's strange. I smoked a little bit of a joint on Saturday with my girlfriend when we were out, but it wasn't like to get high and to go to bed, which I normally do. And I'm actually thinking it like might not be serving me so much anymore. I think I'm finding ways to sleep at night without using that as a crutch. And I was just getting into a bad pattern of like when I'd have a bad day, just like smoking a little bit too early in the evening where it'd be like seven o'clock, I would make dinner, but then I would just kind of binge eat because I would be high and have the munchies and just like horizontal in front of the TV watching Real Housewives of New York reruns. And it's just, it's it, all of it has not been serving me. My mental health, I've been feeling like my gut health has been so off. I haven't been feeling confident with my body. And this is like super vulnerable. Wow, just like pouring out of me. But this is just how I've been feeling. And I just have not felt myself. I have not felt like that bitch. And I had a situation happen with a guy a couple of weeks ago. And that was just something where I was like, oh my God, I can't fucking date anymore. So I deleted all of my dating apps. And I'm really just focusing on me again, which has felt so, so good. Um, I hurt my back about almost two weeks ago, I guess two weeks ago today, actually. And that has forced me to start to take care of myself in other ways that I haven't been doing either. Like I've been going to acupuncture, which has been, let me tell you, a spiritual fucking experience. I don't know what about it it is, but it just like, it's releasing so many emotions. And I know like the, I mean, it's supposed to balance your energy and all of these things, but just the power in it, I truly believe in it. And I don't know if it's just, you know, what do you call it when it's all in your head, but it feels like a placebo effect. That is what it's called. It feels so transformative. And I'm actually going again today. I'm getting cupping for the first time. So I'm really, really excited. And it's so interesting. I've had so many multiple professional professionals tell me how tense I am. And I have chronic TMJ issues. Um, I've had multiple massage therapists be like, are you okay? Like your neck and shoulders are literally up to your ears. And I think I have been holding tension in my body for a lot longer than I'd like to admit and like not dealing with the core root of stress. So I'm really trying to work on myself and like um, in my November kind of challenge that I'm doing for myself, I'm not drinking any alcohol. I'm doing daily meditations, daily movement, reading for 30 minutes every day. And I'm also just not drinking and trying to really like cut back on all of the different substances, like not smoking weed as much. I'm trying to just eat really clean and I'm not actually going out for dinner or drinks or anything like that. I do have two commitments this month to go out for like a dinner. So I'm going to do that, but I'm just not going to drink. But lately I've just gotten into this really weird habit of just like, you know, you go out and then oh, you have no groceries. So then you go grab lunch because you can't go to get groceries while you're fucking starving and, you know, just eating out a lot. And I'm just, it's not contributing to any of the goals I have. So there's just been a lot of like, I would say self-sabotage that's been happening for my own self that I'm just fucking over. So I'm getting over my own bullshit and kind of bucking up and making a change, which has been feeling really good and really intentional in the last week. Now, I am like seriously seeing some shifts and I'm feeling such transformative energy in my life and just like what I think is possible and what I want to plan for the new years and just all of these things. And 
I don't know what it is, but I feel like if you're not feeling like yourself, sometimes you just got to try something different because like what you're doing is obviously not working. So it's like time to switch it up. Right. And so for me right now, all of this is like intertwined with like mentally, physically, emotionally, even career wise, like feeling like I can think more clearly during the day is helping me obviously just in business, like all of these parts. So if you're feeling any kind of like sluggish way right now, and just like the changing of the seasons, I know sometimes the holidays are tough for some people and just, you know what? I think we're all in a collective traumatized state of COVID. I've been talking to people about this lately and I think we're all little like don't know how to move forward. And I'm definitely in that state. I, I realized that this is the first time I'm really living life as like not a student because although I graduated during the pandemic in the last like two years, it hasn't been normal for me to live my life. So to be truly like on my own, living my life, being like a having a big girl job and all of these things, that has thrown me through a fucking loop. And so this whole summer has been so fun and I've said it multiple times, but I want to talk about something today because I feel like it's going to be so important for anyone who's around my age to, or if you've known this, but just need that refresher, then I think it's going to be really powerful. So I realized that lately I haven't been leaning into my own intuition and trusting myself and my gut as much as I'd like. You know, typically I have a very strong intuition And to the point where it's almost sometimes annoying because I'm like, oh, fuck, I wish I didn't have this gut feeling about this person, but I just do. And then it proves to be right. And I'm like, God damn it. I didn't want to be right about this. Right. So, and you know, how do you explain intuition? I don't know. I think you just get that gut feeling. And I think that your intuition slash gut, it is like your you know, protector. I feel like it is that thing where you just have that sixth sense of like, there's something off or, you know, you need to go with your gut on a a decision. That's a good thing. There's just all of these weird intricacies of like how we just know. And I don't know that men have it so much. And I don't know if that's a wrong thing to say, but I feel like women have a different intuition than men do. Someone let me know if you actually have any like fucking research on that. But I know I have a strong intuition and it took me a very, very long time to start coming into just trusting it because I would feel, have this gut feeling, but then I would ignore it. And then it would come to fruition eventually. And I'm like, God damn it. I should have just like believed in myself, you know? And so lately I've been in this thing where I am kind of second to second guessing every decision I make. And I realized that I kind of have a rule of thumb about every decision I make, and it's helped me make better decisions and make more decisions firmly in my 20s and just as I grow older and gain more maturity. So my rule of thumb is that if you find yourself asking more than three people about a a decision, then you need to step back and figure out what the fuck you're doing because If you're asking more than three people, you are not asking yourself what you're wanting. You're looking for all kinds of validation or you're not getting the answers that you're wanting to hear. And then you're just searching for that one that's going to finally validate what you're like deep down really wanting. So for example, let's say you don't feel like the person you're going out with is the right guy for you, let's say. And you ask multiple people and then multiple people say, yeah, he's he sounds like a fuck boy and you don't want to hear that. And you want to just keep asking people until he's like, you know what? He's a really great guy. Imagine 
like you guys in a couple years, you'll fall in love. He'll realize that you're the one and it'll be like Mr. Big when he comes back and he's like, Carrie, you're it for me and all of that bullshit. But at the end of the day, still fuck boy. And you're not going to wait 20 years for him to make that realization. So it's so funny when we, if you think of the times that you haven't listened to your intuition, I know you have times because I know I do. And it can drive us a little crazy too because we're like, fuck's sakes, I should have known that. But then you're beating yourself up for it. And then sometimes we can go into that like shame and blame, you know, down the fucking drain spiral. Look at me, (laughs) Dr. Seuss over here. But it's just one of those things where like, I know for me, I had a gut feeling about somebody that I was very wrong about this past summer. And I thought this person was a really good person. I really did not see their true colors at all. I was so blinded. And I was really shocked to find out some of the things they did. And it it really fucked me up for a little bit, not because of what the person actually did or anything like that, or even their like relationship to me, nothing like that. It was more of the fact I was like, I thought I had a really good read on this person and I was so wrong. So where the fuck does my intuition lay now? Like, am I really that blind to this? And so it took me a little bit of a step back recently of just like, what am I doing? What do I believe here? Like really asking for what for who? The the questions that I always come back to myself. And so I realized that, you know what? I was having fun. And having a fun summer, I wasn't thinking about anything too deeply. And I based a judgment about a person with the information that I had that they gave me and they per- that a perception that they fed me. And so the way that I reacted and moved about with this person was based on what they showed me. And there are things that I have learned from that experience, but there's also things where it's like, okay, you know what? I can't beat myself up for not figuring it out sooner because sometimes you just don't know. Sometimes you're just actually fucking wrong about people. People can be really unpredictable, like sharp left type of unpredictableness. And I know for me, it always throws me through a loop because I am usually a very highly intuitive person. And when I'm taken off my like when I'm caught off guard, I'm a little like, ooh, what the fuck is that? But yeah, I think I've had to just kind of let go and forgive myself with that. But also there has been this thing of realizing, you know, coming out of COVID, I'm obviously living in a new city. I feel like with all of the things opening, we have this pressure of like experience the world because it I haven't done it in so long. And even like me going out for Halloween, I kind of don't love Halloween. Like I've never literally, I've never watched any of the Halloween movies. I'm not a horror movie fan. I used to like to go to Halloween haunt when I was like 13 in Vaughan, Ontario, but that was the extent of it. And it was, they kind of changed that because once they kind of couldn't really fuck with you, like they had these paid actors that were super creepy. I had a clown chase me one time and I had literally nightmares for like two years. That was when it was really fun. It was so chaotic. And then they got really specific on their rules and it wasn't as chaotic anymore and it was not as fun. So like all here for safety and you know, all that, but like it was kind of 
It was fun. You just didn't know when someone was going to pop out of you and like be right in your face. It was terrifying. I love that shit. But I don't love Halloween overall. And it's funny because I do love a, like a theme or a costume or something like that. Like we did 2000s birthday party for my birthday with Taylor, who's been on this podcast. We have the same birthday. That was so fucking fun. But like I don't love Halloween and I think it's because I get stressed out. I always leave it to the last minute. And it's also just like sometimes it feels... I know for me, I'm kind of competitive. Like I kind of want the better costume, but then like, even like this year I had about four different costume options and I ended up just being a slutty mouse because I couldn't be bothered. I was just like, you know what? Let me just throw in a slutty bodysuit with some fishnets and some boots, you know, borderline hooker vibes and throw on some mouse ears and call it a day. And I had a great time, looked great, felt great, but it gives a different pressure that I don't love. And the real reality is that I didn't go out for Halloween like in 2019 um, when the world was still open. Obviously didn't go out to 2020 when the world was shut down. But I kind of hated Halloween when I could go out. And so I went out twice this last weekend because I felt like I had to because we haven't done it in so long. I mean, I'm glad I went and everything, but just like in the grand scheme of things, I'm like, why did I go? Like, I really just kind of felt like I should. It wasn't that no one was like pressuring me or anything like that. It was more of my own internal pressure of like, the world is finally open. And if you're feeling like that, I just want you to know that you're not alone in that. Like, it's been very strange to navigate. And I'm wondering if everyone else is feeling the same way as me, because it is just hard to kind of understand what is our real like desires when we've been deprived of something for so long. You know, let's like when you, when you're deprived of anything for too long and that you maybe would have enjoyed, you want to binge on it. And that's kind of how I felt about kind of experiencing life and social settings and things like that. Now, when it comes to being more intuitive and just like trusting your gut more I think it comes down to the really small things that lead up to the big things. So for example, I today, I had a bit of a rough day. I'm not going to lie. I had just, it was rough and I forced myself to go to the gym, which I'm really proud of. I've been very consistent actually in showing up for myself there. But then I got home and I made a good salad for dinner and I plopped myself on the, uh, you know, on the couch to watch TV and I watched like three episodes of Real Housewives of New York. And I had other stuff I could do. I should do, but I just didn't. I just needed to sit there and watch some Real Housewives and really just soak in Bethany Frankel season seven, like the fucking chaos. That is actually one of my favorite seasons of Real Housewives of New York. If you have not watched it, please indulge because it is so, so pure. You can't make that shit up. Like it is just so, so golden. Now, I know I have other things to do and my like kind of instinct is like the anxiety of like, oh fuck, I should be doing this, I should be doing that. But the 24-7 productivity, you know, grind is just no longer serving me. I did it for many years and I just can't seem to do it anymore. It's burning myself out and I just know it. So I finally just kind of soaked into the relaxation of watching some housewives and just like sitting there playing some candy crush and had a heating pad on my neck and shoulders trying to chill the fuck out and you know it was really good for my mental health and like I'm going to bed a little bit later than I'd like and there's just some things where it's like okay we can't be perfect but this is what I just knew I needed like 
if I was doing the things that I wanted to do that were on my to-do list, who is it for and what is it for? Like realistically, it's all for me and I'm okay to leave it till tomorrow, honestly. They're, none of them are pressing things and sometimes you have to choose your mental health. And so really getting into the underlying root of like why you're doing something, I think in, in just in the everyday practice, when you are grabbing Starbucks, are you actually wanting Starbucks or are you just in the habit of going to Starbucks every day because it's on your way to work? Like just stop living on autopilot and start to get really intentional with how you're making decisions in your day to day. I think that is massive for making big decisions in your life because when you are starting to trust your day-to-day instincts, then the big, the bigger ones are just, I wouldn't say easier to make, but you have built that muscle and that confidence and trust within yourself of like, I have the ability to make good decisions. I trust myself to make decisions that are going to be the best ones for me. And when we continue to practice that, we build that muscle. It's like going to the gym every day, you know, working that out. And I know for me, as I was mentioning at the start of this episode of just like the eating out, the partying, the not working out consistently, all of that, like that was not me living intentional. That was me kind of making decisions for others, pleasing others, you know, going out to plans where I really just wanted to cancel because I just really wanted to stay at home and sleep (laughs) and little things like that. So if you're feeling that way, no judgment for your own self either. There should be no shame. It's like, okay, I you know what? I I kind of knew I just needed to go home and just to stay home and, you know, either rest or watch a movie or clean my house or read a book, whatever the fuck it is. Then just note that in your brain for future reference. And then when you have another thing come up, you're like, okay, you can kind of question it again. And how do I want to feel? I think that is a really important question to ask yourself. How do I want to feel? Because if you're feeling like you really don't want to be out and then your friends are begging you and whatever, and then you finally go out, but then you're just kind of resenting them for making you come out. Like it's just not a good vibe. And so how do you want to feel and how do you want to make others feel? Because it's not about how others feel at the end of the day, but it's more of just like, if you get out there and you're in a crappy mood and then you have people asking, Oh, like what's going on? And now you're feeling even worse. Cause you're like, shit, I shouldn't have come. I should have just stayed home. Cause I am in a bad mood. You know, you just see the snowball effect. And I have been ignoring my intuition a lot lately and I'm not feeling good about it and leaning into it more. I like, you know, I just knew like my body was just telling me I need to stop drinking. Um, my body has been telling me I just need more fucking greens. And I've been drinking this like water with lemon and apple cider vinegar and chlorophyll every day. And I swear to God, my skin is already glowing and changing And it's just like all of these things. And it doesn't mean it's always about like health or appearance. It's just for me, it's all connected. Like when I meditate, I'm not such a crazy cunt, honestly. Most of my day revolves around me maintaining me not being a chaotic cunt. You know, if I don't meditate, if I don't work out, if I don't eat healthy, drink water, all those things, then I'm just a fucking mess. The other thing I'm doing, oh my God, I forgot to even mention this earlier, guys, is that I've only been drinking one coffee in the morning, which like I'm typically like a five coffee kind of girl, but lately, like I just can't do it. I don't know. I'm just like not in it. I can't. I, 
I'm, I've been in the habit of it. So like sometimes like the afternoon will hit and I'm like, oh, I should make a coffee. And I'm like, but do I really want a coffee? And then I think about it, I'm like, actually, I don't really want a coffee. I think I'm just used to drinking a warm beverage while I work and have Zoom meetings and stuff like that. And having less coffee, oh my God, has helped my anxiety so much. I can't, I'm so annoyed that I have to admit that, but it's just one of those things where sometimes you got to lean in. And when you realize that maybe you have to do something that's going to be the better thing for you, whatever that is, whether that is cutting toxic habits off, toxic, toxic friends off, whether that's like changing careers, moving cities, or it's as simple as, you know, deciding not to have coffee every day. Like I am like a thousand of them then you need to do that. You need, you deserve to feel really fucking good. And you are the author of your own story. You are the main character of your own story. Everyone else is just supporting roles in the movie, you know, or in the story, the book, whatever the fuck you want to say. They're just supporters. And so you need to just remind you of what you're needing. And so if there's something in your life where you're not really quite feeling it, You've got to sit down for a second and be like, okay, let's lean into this feeling. Because I know for me, there's been so many kind of, and it's all intertwined and interconnected. That's why it's so complicated. Like my feelings of loneliness, I think I've been trying to block out with a lot of partying and just like smoking a lot of weed, numbing out with TV, binge eating, um, you know, ignoring the going to the gym every day. Like I would work out really, really hard one day and then be so sore. I can't work out the next day, but then almost use it as like a thing. So I don't have to work out. And I don't know how to explain it. It's just not healthy. You don't have to be that all or nothing either, which I always struggle with, especially with like the gym. Like I want to just go in and fucking lift 300 pounds when I haven't squatted the bar in two years. Like, it's just one of those things where you have to listen to yourself, your body, your mind, to your gut and really start to understand what's going to be best for you. And you're not always going to have the right answers, but that's the part of learning and growing. And so the more you kind of become more intentional with it, I feel like we also accept our, our flaws and our mistakes maybe a little bit easier. And I don't know what an example of that is, but I just feel like when you're kind of getting real with yourself, you're starting to ha- you're having to be more kind to yourself because you don't want to live in that constant negative self-talk of just like you're a fucking idiot court. No, you don't like that. That doesn't feel good. So you have to really start to practice your internal dialogue and start to reframe it so that not only are you feeding positive things to yourself, but you're also really like rooting for yourself. Like, you know, I actually, I deserve to win. The universe always has me back, you know? And I know for me, even just like when I have a bad day or having a bad moment, let's say, and not even a bad day, it's not a, typically it's not even a bad day. It's a bad moment. And it's definitely not a bad life. I just know I'm dramatic. So I sometimes have to sit back and ask myself, how long do I want to sit in this? Do I really want to feel this way for this long? Like, let's give it five minutes and then let's move past it. And that has been really, really great in the healing work. And if anyone's struggling with kind of just like feeling off or trying to kind of sift through hard emotions or something like that, that I've been kind of going through, um, the book that I've found so, so fucking powerful is How to Do the Work by Nicole Petra, I think is her last name. She's like the holistic psychologist on um, Instagram. I should have been more prepared for this wreck, but it has been a book that has literally changed my life. Like there are parts in there that I'm like, 
oh my God, are you calling me out or what? Like it's so, so good. And she gives actual, you know, takeaways that you can practice to start being more in tune with your body and your mind and emotions and like healing and different traumas. Oh my God, it's so, so incredible. So definitely if you like to read or even if you're not a reader and you feel like you need to start you know, improving yourself, then that is a book that I would highly, highly recommend because it gets deep and it's not always the fun work, but it's the fucking important work. So that is my rambling episode for today. I really, really would love everyone to just start asking yourself for what, for who with every little motion you do. You know, if you are even like putting on an outfit, do you want to wear it or is it because you think someone wants you to wear it? You know, just little things like that to just start to decipher what's really for you and what's for maybe external validation for, you know, the approval of others. That's when we're... you know, constantly looking outside of ourselves, and then we're just not trusting our gut. You know, like I said, if you need the opinion of more than three people, then you're asking too many people. You've got to reel it in and ask yourself because three people is just enough. I feel like three voices of reason of like, you know, maybe you, like you ask like a mom, a best friend and your coworker, let's say like, those are three different people that have different relationships to you. Great. But like, even then, I feel like that still is probably enough for you to make a decision and buy. I feel like for the f- even the first conversation, I already kind of have a feeling about my take on whatever I'm asking for an opinion or for advice on. And like, always remember to ask advice from people whose lives that you want. Don't ask from people who aren't where you want to be because that's another thing where it's like, if you're not trusting yourself to make a decision, then you're asking people who would definitely not do what you're willing to do to get where you want to be. Then like, you're not going to be very motivated and then you're going to be second guessing everything. So that is my spiel of the day. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please let me know on Instagram stories. If you want to tag me at the not so average betch and at for what for who podcast, give this five stars on Apple. If you're listening there, if you're on Spotify, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And I think I kind of want to shift the episode upload dates to Mondays. I used to be Mondays when I had strategic slot And I just like Mondays better, I feel like, for a podcast episode. I know for me, I always listen to podcasts during the week on my hot girl walks, but I'd love to know, do you like Mondays or Fridays? Let me know. I'll do a poll on my Instagram to kind of get your feedback. But yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I mean, I don't feel like it matters because it's really only a couple days apart, but there's just something that I was attached to Mondays for so long. I'm going to give it some more thought, but as always, thank you for listening. And I hope you love yourself, love others, and wash your fucking hands. I'll see you next Friday. Have a great weekend, guys.